is City Journal Midday News for Triple R with Charlotte Huston, Celie Hay and Jude Allison. Victoria has recorded its highest daily number of COVID-19 cases since August last year. There were 567 new local infections. One person has died. Close to 40,000 vaccine doses were administered in Victoria in the past day. Meantime, Greta Geelong and the Surf Coast and Mitchell Shires have entered a seven-day lockdown following several new cases. Victorians are digesting the state government's roadmap out of COVID, but it won't be painless. Daily infections are projected to peak at 4,500 on December 15, with daily deaths forecast to peak in January. In New South Wales, there were 935 locally acquired COVID cases and four more deaths. Meanwhile, restrictions have been eased from today for 12 Sydney LGAs that were designated COVID hotspots. A leading business organisation has described Victoria's roadmap out of COVID as more of a dirt track, saying the plan provides more questions than answers. While business and retail bodies have welcomed actual reopening dates, concerns remain on whether businesses would receive ongoing support. CPA Australia represents the nation's accountants and spokesperson Dr Jane Rennie says that Andrew's government must provide further clarity. And what we're going to need to see to turn it from a dirt track to a roadmap is a lot more of that information that answers the questions and allows businesses to make plans for the future. We think we will get this information over the next couple of weeks from government, but it probably won't be as fast as businesses would like or need. Australian women are still being left behind when it comes to workforce representation. The Australian Bureau of Statistics says that between May and August, 90,000 women lost their jobs compared with 25,000 men. The latest figures repeat last year's trend, which found women were almost three times as likely as men to be working part-time. Edwina Byrne from the Victorian Trades Hall Council says the pandemic has only made an existing situation worse. If we want to address this, it's about addressing those underlying inequalities that existed before the pandemic and that continue to exist. There are things like the ongoing superannuation gap. There's the fact that women are more likely to be in insecure work. A study conducted by the Institute of Health and Welfare has found that dementia is the leading cause of death for Australian women. Two-thirds of people living with dementia are female and the Institute's Dr Fleur Decrepney says that that's because women live longer than men. The report estimates that the number of Australians currently living with dementia is between 340 and 470,000. That figure is expected to double by 2058, but Dr. Decrepney says some lifestyle changes can help prevent the onset of dementia. Well, aside from finding a cure or more effective treatments, there are a number of lifestyle risk factors, which if reduced may help reduce dementia and people can make these changes at any age and they include things like keeping physically active, keeping mentally stimulated, reducing alcohol intake and reducing smoking. The City of Melbourne will convert a vacant council-owned building on Little Burke Street into housing for Melbourne's homeless. The $20 million development will provide studio apartments and communal living areas. 
Councillor Olivia Ball says the accommodation will also include social services to help homeless people find permanent accommodation and employment. This is one small step that we at local government can take to put, we hope, uh, around about 50 people, maybe more, into beautiful, new, appropriate, supported accommodation. Work on the redevelopment is expected to start early next year and is due to open in mid-2023. The 2021 Emmy Awards have kicked off in Los Angeles. This year's celebrations are partly in person and partly remote, with the traditional red carpet present, if what somewhat sparsely attended. Heavily nominated shows, The Crown and Ted Lasso, are already doing well. The Crown swept supporting actress and actor in drama series, with awards going to Gillian Anderson and Tobias Menzies. And Courtney B. Vance won guest actor in a drama for his role in HBO's Lovecraft Country, unexpectedly cancelled after its first season. New Zealand's cricket team is on its way home after pulling out of a tour of Pakistan over security concerns. The tour was cancelled without a ball being bowled, sparking anger and bewilderment in Pakistan. The country's Prime Minister, former Test Captain Imran Khan, intervened personally, telling his New Zealand counterpart the team was in no danger. But New Zealand cricket is standing by the decision, saying there was a credible specific threat. England has a tour planned of Pakistan next month. Australia is due to visit early next year. And in other sports news, Australian swimmer Madison Wilson has been hospitalised with COVID-19 in Italy. A gold medal winner in the 4x100-metre women's freestyle at the Tokyo Olympics had been double vaccinated. Wilson is in Naples for the International Swim League event with her team, the Los Angeles Current. In the AFL, Ollie Wines became Port Adelaide's first Brownlow medal winner. The Powell midfielder polled a record equaling 36 votes to be crowned the AFL's best and fairest player for 2021. And in weightlifting, strongman Ian Beebe set a new world record, lifting an incredible 229 kilograms. The 29-year-old Man Mountain from Burkina Faso beat the previous record set in 2005 by one kilogram. Now to Melbourne's weather. Showers developing and windy for the rest of the afternoon. The chance of a thunderstorm and possible hail, a top of 13 degrees. Tomorrow, showers in the morning and again in the evening. Snow possible above 600 metres. Six degrees overnight and a top of 13. This has been City Journal Midday News for Triple R with Charlotte Huston, Celie Hay and Jude Ellison.